Welcome to Slaking Thirst, a podcast that's all about bringing the thirst deep within our hearts for love and communion to the heart of Christ, a divine heart who is seeking our love and communion in return. The hope is that the two thirsts would meet and both thirsts would be slaked. So the Wednesday of Holy Week is traditionally called Spy Wednesday. We witness in this gospel Judas's secret betrayal of Jesus, right, in his conversation with the Sanhedrin and the deal he struck. Ugh. The death of the Son of God for 30 pieces of silver. I, uh, I was thinking, the, the memory came back to me this morning. Anybody here seen um, A Man for All Seasons? The movie t- about Thomas More. Oh, such a great movie. There's that devastating line in the end of the movie where Thomas More, uh, during his trial, after Richard Rich um, perjures himself and lies, uh, Thomas More looks at him and says, what is a profit a man to gain the whole world and lose his soul? And he says, for whales? Right? He sold his soul for whales. Judas sells Jesus for 30 pieces of silver. He says to the, the high priest, he says, he strikes this deal. And I was, again, I was thinking and praying just how powerful it is that Judas must have said to them, like, it'll be dark in the olive grove in Gethsemane at night. It'll be dark, and I want to make sure you arrest the right man, so this is what I'll do. When I see him, I'll approach him, and I will greet him with a kiss. I'll greet him with a kiss. That'll be the one, and you'll arrest him. But before we're just, I don't know, before we just condemn Judas, let's just not be too hasty, I guess, to throw stones because Judas did in some ways what we all do, like all the time. We turn and we face the world and we say, essentially, what are you willing to give me if I hand him over to you? What are you willing to give me if I choose you, right, the world, all of its goods, the false infinities of the world, what are you willing to give me if I hand him over to you? Like this moment where I'm faced with the opportunity to gossip, right? To slander another person, to speak ill of someone at work, right? Or amongst friends. It's like, okay, gossip, what will you, what will you give me? The world says, gossip says, oh, I'll, I'll give you the passing pleasure of fitting in. I'll give you a fake camaraderie. But hey, that's better than nothing. Or this moment where I'm faced with some seductive images online or thoughts that pass through my mind. Okay, lust, what will you give me if I entertain you, if I click on you? Oh, well, I'll affirm you. I'll make you feel in control. I'll make you feel seen. I'll make you feel noticed and powerful. I'll bring you pleasure, even if it's just fleeting pleasure. Hey, but fleeting pleasure is better than nothing. Or this moment where I'm faced with anger or impatience or judgment, against this person or that person or this or that situation, right? Okay, so wrath, judgment, impatience. What will you give me if I consent to you, if I just let myself explode, right? If I let myself vent, if I lose my patience, what will I give you? Well, I'll give you the slightest moment of relief. I'll let you feel powerful for a few seconds, in control for a few seconds, even though you know you're not. Okay, I could go on and on, right? It's not a question of whether or not we'll betray Jesus. You notice that Jesus says, one of you will betray me. 
and all of them suspect it could like is it is it me like we all carry within ourselves this potential we do this all the time right it's not a question of if we're going to betray him if we're going to try and sell him for whatever 30 pieces of silver we're looking for the question the only, the question is are we going to like repent like peter i guess is the question because there really was no difference between judas's betrayal and peter's betrayal the only difference is that peter repented he came back he came back and look the graces of holy week the graces of triduum that we're about to celebrate they can only reach hearts that are honestly broken open and available like we need to honestly reckon with this gospel like there's a reason the church has us contemplate this gospel the day before the paschal triduum begins we have to see our place in this gospel just like on Good Friday, we have to hear, we need to find ourselves within the crowd also shouting, crucify him. When have I been Judas? When have I shouted, crucify him? Because if I don't know those moments, then on Easter Sunday morning when he says to me, shalom, when he shows up, knowing full well what I've done to him, how I've betrayed him, knowing full well how I've sinned against him, when he says to me, peace, and shows me the wounds in his hands, if I don't know my place in the story, if I don't know that I've been Judas, if I don't know that I've been Peter, if I don't know that I've been in the crowd, shalom is just going to wash over me like nothing. Have mercy, Lord. Have mercy on us. Help us to enter into this story to find our place in it so as to receive your amazing gift of mercy. Amen.